This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hello, Metro FM family. This is your brother Jonathan from DHL Ministries, Decisions, Habits, Lifestyle Ministries. Joining you once again in our adventure through the book of Revelation. Now, to some that can seem very exciting and to others somewhat dry because the book of Revelation has intriguing information, interesting illustrations, and great controversy about it. So that can either draw you in or cause you to feel like this is too deep or not even interested in those types of things. Well, let me encourage you that it's a very personal book and a culmination of everything that the rest of the Bible is discussing and prophesying, and it's very personal and intimate. And we're going to take a little digression or go down a certain path just on verse 1 of chapter 11 today. So get your book out and your Bible and flip it to the back, which is the book of Revelation, and get to chapter 11. And as we start to read chapter 11, it is important to take this digression and refresh ourselves to understand that what is being talked about is not merely physical. And so let's get into that here shortly. Get your Bibles out. Of course, if you're in the WhatsApp group, you've got the notes already. And you can see the path this is going on. But stick with us too. You don't just have the script of what's about to be taught or discussed or shared. But you have the path that we're on. So there should be much more that you can get out of this discussion through this broadcast today. Or the podcast if you're listening to it after it has aired. So get your notes out if you're in the WhatsApp group, get your Bible out and something to write on if you're not in our group yet. And I will share with you at the end of this message how you can join that WhatsApp group so that you can get the notes and the link to the podcast of this airing message. A-I-R-I-N-G message, not E-R-R-I-N-G, amen. Airing like the message that you're hearing on the air right now, amen. So we've been going through the book of Revelation and at times we take um, a whole chapter and just pick out a couple of principles to focus on. The reason we do that is because this book is well worth studying all of its nooks and crannies, everything that's mentioned here. That's why I send all the cross references to you if you're in the WhatsApp group. That's why if you're not in the WhatsApp group, you should look at your cross references. If this is part of your uh, Bible in a year read, by all means, take time to read it. Uh, listen to it. If you have the ability to listen to an audiobook, hear the Word of God. It's so important to hear the Word of God. You can read it out loud and accomplish the same thing, or you can share it with your family and have each person read a section of scriptures. But hearing the Word is very important also. And then studying it. If you have a Bible at all, whether it be paperback or a fancy study Bible or whatever the case may be, you have cross references. So look at those and carefully consider them. If you're like me, I've had to write them down and write them out just so I can look on a sheet of paper and see the main scripture and see the cross reference scriptures. And then I started to feel the word of God was more tangible and more personal. So today we're going to do that in the time we have here on the air and see if you can get something out of this. So the book of Revelation is something revealed to John to share with us. And it was revealed by Jesus Christ 
to John on the island of Patmos, and John was allowed to see things, many of which he has been able to share with us, and some of which, as we learned the last time we got together, John was told not to mention or not to share with us what he saw. And there's a reason for that. But what we do see here is something that is worth tying together. So as we hear of these illustrations with these creatures and these situations and these circumstances, we need to allow it to be very personal. This isn't something we're studying for in a future event. This is something that can be applied to our life and an awareness that can be achieved in our life right now as you listen to this. And then as you hear these things, you'll be encouraged or compelled to make a decision in your life, how you're living your life, how you're seeing your life in Christ. And with that decision, as you make it consistently, it becomes a habit. And then the lifestyle that God has for you, his life starts to shine through you more and more. Amen. So Revelation chapter 11 and verse 1. And there was given me a reed like unto a rod, and the angel stood, saying, Rise, and measure the temple of God, and the altar, and them that worship therein. I know it's a strange place to just stop on verse 1. Some of you might be saying, where's the context? You need at least a few scriptures. Well, praise God for your studious approach to this, and you are accurate. Context determines meaning. But let's just look at the cross-references that I've shared in the notes and that you probably have in your Bible here, because this is a very personal statement. At first, we will see something, remember we're talking about judgment in the book of Revelation, at first partial judgment and then complete judgment. And so this is not just talking about the building that it mentions here, rise and measure the temple of God. You could say, well, we don't have a temple. We have a church, we have a church building, and right away your mind goes to a building or a group of people um, that that building represents. Well, you might be right in part, but remember the church, the church, the ecclesia in Greek are the called out ones. I know in this day and age in my country here in the United States, we think of a church primarily as a building. And people say, do you go to church? They said, do you go to a building? Well, those buildings here in this country have often gotten way too big and the congregations are uh, corralled in and out like a performance uh, with several messages a day or several um, services a day broadcast on the internet and on TV and thousands and thousands of people coming in, have a quick service. That's very uh, much a formula because you have a deadline and a timing and then they're shuttled out with areas that they say are congregation areas where you can go fellowship, often have coffee and many of them are charging for the coffee and they say that money goes towards the missionary and they're charging for this and they're charging for that. And it's, it's quite distant from what the church started to be. The church is the ecclesia, the called out ones, the ones that God has called and they have answered the calling and gathering together as the called out ones is a time of fellowship. Not talking about sports and about local events, but talking about the word of God and how God is changing and transforming your life and even the challenges that you're having in your life. It should be that intimate to where you can discuss the challenges that you're having in your life without a test. There is no genuine testimony, right? So these 
discussions are more than what's being shared food-wise, more than whose house it's in, more than what he or she is wearing, what schools the kids are going to. Now, these discussions in fellowship are important because the Word of God becomes tangible. The application becomes visible, becomes very personal. So the ecclesia, the called out ones, are the ones who have answered the calling of God when they gather together. You don't need a fancy building with stained glass windows and all these types of things that we've become accustomed to. You need to share the Word of God. You need to discuss the Word of God. You need to encourage each other in the Word of God and pray for one another. It's not just a designated time when the prayer group gets together, when the prayer warriors get together. This is a lifestyle family. And that's why we need to talk about this and break away from what we might have been formed into a mold and understand what's being talked about here. Now let the cross references support this. We're going to go down this path here. Galatians, it says, as it, when it's mentioning a read, it, there's a cross reference for Galatians 6, 14 to 16. And Galatians 6, 14 to 16 says, But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision avail, availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. I was talking about whether you're circumcised and you're a Jewish descent, or you're not circumcised and you're considered a Gentile. That is not the important thing or the thing that availeth the most. What is, is the new life in Christ, the new creature that God has made you. And verse 16 says, and as many as walk according to this rule. That means walk means to discipline yourself. That's why we promote discipleship and regulate their lives by this principle. That's what it means to walk. Those who discipline themselves and regulate their lives by this principle. You see, it's a lifestyle, a life-changing, a life-expressing type of proof that God is at work in your life. According to this rule, hallelujah, as many as walk according to this rule, peace be to them, be on them, and mercy and upon the Israel of God, not by bloodline in the natural, but by the calling and the answering and the applying and the obeying the word of God. Amen. Well, that's expressing a lot. That means you and me, even if we weren't born as Jews, we are grafted into the family. And of course, those of you know the word of God, this is ringing true with you. But to the rest, let this be a message of hope that is not by your classification, but it is by what Jesus Christ has done for you. And the proof of that transformation and that change in your life and about discipleship, growing in this knowledge of God's character and applying the word of God. Amen. Well, if we continue on, we go to another cross-reference that is mentioned here in the word rise. The first one was a read, and it's expressing what we just said, and then rise. Now, let's look at that. There's a couple of cross-references there. There's 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17 says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Again, separating this distraction of a building and knowing that you, your life, is the temple of God. 
That is a powerful thing to consider. You can even meditate upon 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17 and allow it to become personal. The Amplifier says, do not you discern. Do you not discern and understand that you, the whole church at Corinth, is talking about contextually, are God's temple, his sanctuary, and that God's spirit has his permanent dwelling in you to be at home in you collectively as a church and also individually. If anyone does hurt to God's temple or corrupts it with false doctrines, false teachings, or destroys it, God will do hurt to him and bring him to the corruption of death and destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, meaning sacred to him, and that temple you, the believing church, and its individual believers are. I, I hope this is a resounding calibration for the hearers right now on the air or on the podcast. Whatever God has brought this message to you is very personal. We don't use this to judge or criticize or dissect other people or gatherings. This is very personal, family. Look at looking in the mirror of the Word of God. What do you see in your life? Is it personal? Do you realize that you and the group that you get together with, whether it be in a building or not, that group of called out ones, you are the temple of God. Your body is the temple of God. Your church gathering or the called out ones are the temple of God. It's very important to God. should be very important to you. Another cross-reference here says Ephesians 2, 20 and 22, and says, And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building, fitly framed together, groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. We're bound together, we're joined and bound and even welded together is what it means there harmoniously and it continues to grow and increase into a holy temple it's a developmental process initiated by god and the work he started in you he will finish amen we're consecrated and we're sacred to the in the presence of god and we get together to rejoice in this to fellowship to praise him to usher in his presence and recognize his work in and around our lives we honor and worship god through all that up hallelujah wow um first peter 2 5 is another reference it says ye also are as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up a spiritual sacrifice acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. And 1 Peter 2, 9 says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, look what the Amplified says on that one. It says in 1 Peter 2, 5, Come, and like living stones, be yourselves built into a spiritual house for a holy, dedicated, consecrated priesthood to offer up those spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. And 1 Peter 2, 9 in the Amplified says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation, God's own purchase, special people, that you may set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now look, we we digressed and we took this path off of verse 1 because we need to see 
as we go through the book of Revelation. This is very personal. It's not as much future as it is right now. Where are you? Where is your church? Are you functioning as called out ones? Are you functioning as the ones who God has set apart? Are you linked together and unified? Or is there division and sex among you? S-E-C-T-S, among you. Is it a formality or is it a, a personal, intimate type of relationship that you have with God and with one another? These are questions you should be asking. Again, not in the spirit of criticism, but in purification and being set apart as holy. So start with you. Start with your life right now as you look in the mirror of the Word of God and you ask yourself these questions out loud. Let yourself hear these words and then realize that the Comforter is there. So if conviction is there, it's conviction by the Holy Spirit. Praise God. He loves you enough to correct you. And then reset yourself. Decide today that you were going to live this Christian life and not let it just be a category on a form you fill out that says Christian. It's not based on what jewelry you wear or what you say in passing, but your very lifestyle should represent that God is building you and developing you, even your mistakes. As you feel conviction and you ask forgiveness and then you move forward, it demonstrates the lifestyle of Christ in you and through you. I know a lot to take in today, and I hope it wasn't uh, anything that would uh, cause you to be distracted, but something that would help you to be focused. There should be a transformation as your mind is renewed by the Word of God. Every time you hear the Word of God, your faith should increase, and decisions, junctions of decisions should be seen. And then you make a decision, you get encouraged in that decision, and God's lifestyle develops in you. Amen? Well, if you want to join the WhatsApp group, you can do that by calling or texting to 260-975-83-6324. That's 260-975-83-6324. We're DHL Ministries, and you can just look us up and find that we're on YouTube, and we have podcasts and other things that can help you, daily devotionals. Look us up, but you can meet us here twice a week. On Metro FM, if you're catching the signal, or through Radio Box, if you're catching us online, and you can listen with us and be challenged by the Word of God, you can connect with us this way. We want to hear that you're growing and developing in the Word of God. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, listen, we can handle that right now. If you don't know Him as your personal Lord and Savior, or you question your salvation, let's do the ABCs. A, admit you're a sinner. Just admit you've missed the mark. You're not living a life that's pleasing to God. Say it out loud so you can hear yourself owning it. B. Believe. Trust in the reality that Jesus Christ died for your sins. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father without Him or without going through Him. And C. Confess. Share with your family and friends and people you know as Christians that you've decided to follow Jesus, that you want to be changed and transformed. You don't want to be the same person anymore. There's no turning back. You've been converted. If you've done that with your heart, God will help you to grow in him. But join us here through the resources I share with you. Open your Bible and start reading it each and every day. But more than reading it, let's dig in and apply it to our lives. And that's what we are here to facilitate. DHL Ministries helping you to grow in discipleship every time we get together. Or if you get us on those resources, you'll find that we are able to help you every day with various resources. Amen.
Well, we thank you for joining us each and every day. I hope you were challenged today. I hope that you uh, get these notes. If you join the WhatsApp group, I'll send resend the notes as I see new members have joined. And of course, we'll give the link to the podcast of this broadcast after it's aired. May God's peace be with you. May you grow in Him. And may you share this truth with other people that we'd be joined together as the called out ones, the Ecclesia, the Church of God. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.